0: Are we alone? Universe. Will DC ever make movies as well as Marvel? How exactly did Megatron shrink? shrink. A detailed backstory for your first-level halfling wizard. Even how many muscular men with pageboy haircuts lived on Eternia if they couldn't figure out that Prince Adam was He-Man? Who is going to play Alabama for the championship this what year? What does God need with a starship? prepare your ear holes for a podcast dedicated to the philosophical quandaries of pop culture an audio thunderdome two nerdy friends enter only one shall be victorious this is i'm right and he's rob hi uh welcome to uh i'm right and he's rob and uh uh, rob how are you doing tonight
1: I'm pretty good. How are you, Monty?
0: I'm, I'm good. That, that's not your introduction, but I should let you know that you're there. Uh, let them know that you're there. We yeah. usually start every show with omissions, remissions, and apologies. First of all, we full-on skipped. For... We skipped an, an entire cycle of this. Sh- we took a, a hiatus for one episode. I want to say
1: sabbatical because a sabbatical? I, yeah. I did climb Mount Everest. Um, right.
0: There was a traffic jam up there. You almost died waiting. It was crazy. Yeah, um, Yeah. I I just got really super sick that weekend and uh, puked my brains out for 72 hours. So that's what I did on my sabbatical, Rob. I'm glad you <laughs> got to climb out around. I saw well, a I, I also got this and weird dragon up.
1: tattoo on my chest. Oh, no. And now I have to wear yellow.
0: <laughs> All the time. Oh, wow. You are a poor man's Danny Rand. And by that, yeah. I mean an actual poor man. Daniel <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> that is great um yeah do we have any uh omissions the last episode that we did was uh, artists versus uh, uh writers stanley versus jack kirby i won it was impressive yeah, yeah. uh i don't think there's anything wrong with what i said uh, or what i did i think it was all perfect so there you go i don't think we need to apologize or omit or re- remit anything Although I did for the very most of that that podcast, really couldn't get it out of my head that Jack Kirby didn't create Spider Man. I didn't get uh, I didn't give Ditko any credit. I'm sorry. So that's that's one thing. Clearly, if you listen to that podcast, you're like Monty thinks that Jack Kirby invented uh, Spider Man because he can't get it out of his head.
1: I do think he was part of the costume design at some point, but and I I remember reading or hearing a story somewhere along the line that. Somebody didn't like the bulkiness that the way that Jack Kirby drew, and that's why it went on to.
0: Oh, yeah, because that's that's a pretty big element of Spider-Man is his uh, scrawniness. Yeah, he's,
1: he's yeah, he's a he's a kid. And yeah, I, his
0: lankiness or well, uh, what's like that? that's a there's a specific way of describing.
1: He's, not being he's athletic, built. but he's still Olympic. Well, yeah. what do you want to? I, I always go the, back to the, the Marvel the, superhero uh, role-playing game, yes. and
0: that's—he's an Olympic class athlete. Yes. Yes. No, uh, that type of build, it would be—it's uh, not bulky. It's there's a specific, like, a uh, Clint Eastwood when he, in his in in his time in yeah. his youth. I, I know, would be there's, that there's same a specific sort of
1: word you're looking for, and I cannot picture strong
0: but not. Overly built, yeah, wiry, yeah, wiry, yeah, kind of that. That's yeah, I would say wiry. That might be it. All right, so uh, we're done with that part. Yeah, yeah, we're good. All right, let's introduce you guys. Uh, My name is Bonnie Ike. Let me introduce you to my uh, co-host for this episode and every episode. He's the blob to my beast. Oh, the (laughs) shatter star to my long shot. (laughs) The Alex to my Scott. Please welcome my best friend Rob Bloom. Yay! I,
1: I was hoping you'd go like my dupe to, to your Deadpool. Life. Yeah. <laughs> no. I love dupe.
0: <laughs> There's, you know, that's the hardest part about writing that is narrowing down to the worst ridiculous X-Men uh, <laughs> that I could make jokes.
1: And of. you went with Scott and Alex. <laughs> yeah, well, I figured it. You got
0: to end. Uh, you got to yes. yeah, 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 end, end that way. Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. You got to end that way uh yeah the hardest part about that was trying to decide which one should be the insult and which one shouldn't be honestly
1: uh and we'll (sighs) get we'll get to more of that alex it's definitely scott but
0: yeah uh so rob what are we talking about tonight
1: tonight we are discussing the future of the marvel cinematic universe and how it should or should not contain the x-men that's right or
0: at least the X-Men cinematic universe, even if they never fully fold yes, right. into yes, the, yep. to the MCU. Right. That's uh,
1: what's next what? for the X-Men?
0: Right. Uh, okay.
1: Uh, I can tell you that, um, I don't know if you and I had discussed this part of it, but there is still one more movie that is technically a Fox Studio movie coming out.
0: Uh, Which one is that? The New Mutants. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. And it's it's
1: very much a horror, yeah, you know, focused storyline that contains another uh, Game of Thrones alumni. Yeah. Um, Ma- is their name Maisie? Ma- yeah,
0: Maisie Williams. Yeah. I don't Maisie, know what Maisie makes you think weird about yourself, Williams. That's her. <laughs> That's
1: yeah. it. And stick a needle in that. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yes. <laughs> Not tonight. <laughs> um, uh yeah so uh yeah I forgot about New Mutants I actually think it's great that they're sort of genre bending it I think that's a good the, idea the
1: trailers when, they, when I mm-hmm. saw it it's been about a year maybe just shy of a year that I saw the trailers for it and it looked different than anything we've seen X-Men related before mm-hmm. it looked really dark and it looked incredibly creepy and you know I know that we kept getting the pushback for the i did you see uh dark Phoenix
0: I have not yet no okay and I, I probably will not pay money for it
1: you know you know here's here's my take on the dark phoenix I'll give you like my my nickel it is of all the of all the x-Men movies including the uh, Brian singer ones mm-hmm. I feel like it is the most complete self-contained story movie. I feel like it's really strong that way.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What hurts it is two things. Endgame just came out and Endgame is epic. I mean yeah. epic upon epic. And I think expectations for me, I'm not want to put in words in anybody, but for me we're like, well, this is X Men's good big goodbye. And it felt a fizzle in comparison and i and i felt like some characters in it just were phoning in but the actress who plays dark phoenix was great the the action in it was very good very self-contained very tight and it's a really good individual movie but it just feels like a eh, it's okay i i put it somewhere in the middle of the road for all the x movies
0: Ugh, that is not a good road to be on bro that is, it's, I mean, you it's take out
1: Last Stand. It's better than Wolverine Origins. You know the, the first Wolverine movie. Oh, okay, the first. One I were. even say it's better than the second. It's close to the second. I would put it, you know, close to the second Wolverine movie.
0: It's not Logan.
1: No, Logan's fun. Logan's like one or two for me. Lo- <laughs> Logan, X2?
0: Logan is in the X universe. That's it. Yeah. That's the best movie.
1: I and... I still there's a very special place for me for X two. And I I love the Deadpool movies, but they they they're they feel like their own thing. So they're it's they're, hard they're to not. categorize them with other X movies.
0: No, they're I don't I really honestly don't feel like the Deadpool movies are are
1: they are, but they're not. They are, they're,
0: but they're not. They're
1: kind of like they're a, they're a commentary on the X movies rather than a part of the X movies.
0: Right, right. I mean, if they if you put Deadpool in in the X movie franchises, then, yeah, uh, they fall right uh, under Logan in the scale, (laughs) you know. Okay, so (laughs) Logan's like a a perfect 10. It's a perfect movie. Uh, It is absolutely without a doubt uh, one of my favorite uh, comic book movies of all time. It's beautiful. Uh, Deadpool is rises in quality with the rest of the X-Men because the rest of the X-Men have so many shortcomings. You know what I mean? It, it's just the truth in my opinion, but I think here's the thing about dark Phoenix that I, and again, I haven't seen the movie, so I'm not going to say this with authority. Let me just report on the reportage. One of the biggest things was why would you allow the guy who wrote the Fantastic Four flop <laughs> and one of the worst X-Men movie to write another X-Men movie? Do they only have one guy who's qualified to write over there?
1: You talked about Simon Kin- yeah. Kinberg, I think yeah. is his name.
0: So, I mean, if you, got a, if you bring on a guy who's had two failures already, why? I mean, I don't understand that.
1: Well, I don't think the Fantastic Four was his fault. I I really think there was a lot of things going on that made that Fantastic Four movie just garbage, yeah. and yes, there was probably some writing issues, but I don't think the reason that movie was awful was because of him. I think there was direction that was.
0: Yeah, well, it also just could be the fact that Fox, I guess, sucks at this because they don't really know what they're doing. Uh, I mean, it, I feel like
1: they were figuring it out with like. The show Legion. The show Legion is so different.
0: Yeah, but and, that's just it, dude. It's it's you think of the studio as being like uh, a mom and pop organization, and they're making this really nice handcrafted uh, Legion show. It is not the same as uh, the people who are bringing you movies, man. There's a no, lot no, more I, to fuck but up. But I was that.
1: about to say, like, of all the things, like you have Legion and Legion's roster, gifted. Gifted was a really good TV show. Mm -hmm. Then you go to Logan, you see what they're doing with Deadpool. I felt they were like going on the right track, so I had hope that Phoenix was going to be a greater compilation of what we were starting to see. Right, you would hope.
0: You would Mm -hmm. also hope that they would look at the MCU and go, oh, okay, here's what we need to do with these stories. Okay, here's what we... He's He's how he can't
1: figure it out either. They yeah. really can Like they can figure it out on an individual basis, which is what your Deadpool things are. Or yes. you know, Aquaman and Wonder Woman figured it out at least for those characters. They figured it out, but as yeah. a whole, they just can't do it.
0: See this? I mean, this is going to be my first controversial thing. Okay. Yeah. Go for it. Number one problem with the X Men movies: too many X Men. Too many. One of the best X-Men movie was X-Men First Class. Why was it one of the best movies? There were five fucking mutants. It was really easy to concentrate. And what happens is, is everyone wants to play lip service to the 45,000 mutants out there. That it's hard. And when you... It's just really hard to deal with all this stuff. And I also think... In my opinion, the X Men comic book is a soap opera where they occasionally fight things. That's what it is. And too much of the X Men storylines involve that sort of uh, soap opera y stuff. Greater
1: message. And yeah, that. You know what?
0: Look at modern X Men. It's not a greater message. That whole. the, The whole Charles Xavier message has been so undercut by trying to be edgy. You've got mm. Scott and Xavier being edge lords who don't even follow the goddamn rules anymore. There's yeah. no pureness to that thing anymore whatsoever. When no. fucking Wolverine is the most pure character that you have left, <laughs> something went wrong. They want they were tired of fucking Scott Summers being so milk toast that they you know, fucked him over. They made him a this is complete what I was douche. telling Jenny a
1: while ago. That they have never really not that any of the actors playing him I haven't liked, but they have never gotten Scott right.
0: No. They Scott haven't.
1: should be and, and argue with me if I'm wrong in this opinion. But I think Scott is the Captain America of the X-Men. Well, not as patriotic, no. but as revered and you know. He's uncorruptible.
0: It should be he's the pinnacle. He's the ideal.
1: Yeah, I, I look at him as Captain America in the X Men.
0: Except when you've got X Men comics for like the last
1: That's God knows how long, they've flaws. sullied him. They've completely Ignite, yes. ruined him. They've but made him the whole him... X universe is that way if you think about it. If you're yeah. like everybody has so much baggage.
0: Yeah. You know what they did is they dc the whole fucking X universe. That's what they did. They made everyone fucking brooding and dark with tragic backstories and compromised things and blah, blah, blah. And when I say DC, it's like when you try to write Batman as a psychopath, that kind of shit.
1: Yeah, I I know what you're saying. They
0: overly darken everything to the point where you lose the fact that this should be a guy in blue and yellow and he should be not dark. And the darkness comes from people like, Wolverine and stuff like that. And Scott Summers should be a bright, shining beacon of inclusiveness. And I mean, really write him woke, write him, uh, you know, they could do so much in this era of social justice. They could really be working on that angle. When you talk about the greater message of the X-Men of inclusion, it started as racism, but it certainly could be, uh, racism and, 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 uh, and, and, and supporting LGBTQ plus and, uh, and doing all that every part of inclusion is what the X-Men should be a great metaphor for but they don't what they end up doing is telling these stories where everything is about compromise and how you can't live up to your ideals and how no one's perfect and I don't want to fucking see that man I, I watch the news to watch that. I watch the news okay, so, to watch somebody who's supposed to be great and and pure, um, compromising and compromising and compromising and. So compromise.
1: what do you want next? Then I mean, what what do you do? You think do you? Think I, they think, I think I well? think you need you...
0: I think what you either do is two things: either you, if there's too much baggage with the original X Men or whatever, then focus on some good younger ones. New mutants or whatever, you know, whatever you want to call it, the next group of them, whatever you want to do. But one of the definite things that you need to do is you need to clean up that ideal. You need to make Charles Xavier uh, be a guy who, despite his problems, preaches this this great idea of inclusion and that they deserve to be at the table and to protect people even if they hate you. They need to have a, a Scott or somebody who is a cannonball. I don't know. Somebody mm-hmm. who fulfills that dream who is who That's is like being a, that an pure.
1: Cannonball, it's if you want yeah.
0: If you want to uh if you want to add some darkness and some shade, you can throw in characters that have had rogues a great one, raised by criminals and terrorists but is trying to make good. There's a lot of great stories that you can do around that, but what you got to totally do is you, you got to limiting,
1: limiting who you put out there. Right. Let's focus on five characters, Mac. Okay. And and one villain, one solid villain, and
0: done. I mean, I'm, I'm going to tell you the the villain right now. Sinister. That's. Oh,
1: I was going to say Namor. <laughs> I'm, I'm dead know, serious. I'm, he's the first. He's the first mutant. That's yeah. how you pull him. Okay. Well, that's. Uh, I ideally would like to see. The MCU incorporate them, but I don't want to see a movie titled X, whatever. Right. I want to see the next Avengers or the next whatever movie well... that comes out, and then there'll be like an ancillary character in the background somewhere, and that I want them slowly incorporate. And I think that's what I want for the Fantastic Four as well. Like in the next Avengers movie. Oh, you I find out that Avengers Tower was purchased by. Blablabla blah, is now being called the Baxter Building.
0: And... I think I think the best way to get the Fantastic Four into the MCU is through uh, Spider Man. I think you introduce the Fantastic Four in a Spider Man movie if you're going to do that. Uh, I, I look, I one of the ideas that I came up with here is I I looked and I said, how would we do an X Men versus Avengers movie, right? But it's too complicated and weird, and I didn't like it when I got done. Uh, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, for one thing...
1: It'd be convoluted. It'd yes. be convoluted.
0: It's too hard to put in the backstory of everything. I think it's a great idea. I think you can add mutants in.
1: I think that's... You could write your own money. I mean, you just...
0: Yeah, I absolutely. It's but gonna
1: make money.
0: It'll make money, but I don't know if it's the right kind. Um, yeah, I, I think... Okay, so my idea is is sinister. Only because I think Magneto is overdone now. And it needs it needs a break from Magneto. Um, I think Sinister, Sinister is scary and in the background and conniving, and I think that's a great way of doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Sinister is a good one. I, so I tend to, I go back and forth because. For me, it's so hard not to say, Oh, I'm going to make an Avengers movie. Then I want Cyclops and I want Marvel Girl and I want Storm and I want, uh, you know, uh, Iceman. And I want, like, I want that sort of feel. But it doesn't necessarily have to be that. I think if you're going for the pure route, it'd be nice to give Cyclops some fun. It'd be nice to also just not have Gene in the movie whatsoever. Maybe. Gene's already gone and we just don't see the great thing about the way the Marvel universe does things now is they basically they are like, while, yeah. yeah, they, they, they basically are just like, look, if you want their origin story, fucking read a book. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're, we're not going to retell you things that you've already known. Like, I mean, just like Spider-Man.
1: Spider-Man, they've done that. They're like, yeah, look, you Spider-Man don't proved to
0: that TV. you've already yeah. seen those fucking movies. Same shit. New kid. Um, yeah. So they could they could definitely
1: they could can definitely I, can I set tell that. Can uh, I listened to Kevin Smith's podcast uh-huh, and they sure. were talking about he had been talking to some insiders and about there was which hockey a ru-
0: jersey to wear next.
1: Yes. <laughs> he was talking about a rumor. Now again this is not a, anything of fact, but he was talking about a rumor of a way that they had discussed bringing mutants into the MCU. And you know what what the idea was? What's that? Is that Earth has had, not at the exact same time, three snaps. Yeah. No other planet has had three snaps and that and that's gamma radiation. And that is what makes a wave of mutants.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's great. I think that's great. It's a rumor.
1: He said it's just it's I think the
0: problem I think the biggest problem with the MCU right now is that they tried so hard to get inhumans to work although honestly if you yeah, just stop... try hard enough,
1: really. they...
0: no, but i mean look at
1: look at agents I of think shield they made mistakes I think yeah they look made at agents of mistakes.
0: shield though if you just instead of calling them inhumans call them fucking mutants everything works fine um yeah no i i get it i get it i, I think that's great i i think you 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 certainly have the way of coming and all that stuff and i are the snaps and I think that's fine, but I think you need to start the, I need, I think you need to start the thing with, uh, I think X-Men first class is the easiest kind of like, but I don't want to do an origin story, but I also don't want to also have like 65 mutants and we only take five out. I think it needs to be something. Do you go back in
1: time and like, well, this is what happened during the, no, I just, I think you just like what they did with Captain Marvel where yeah, this happened back then you just didn't know it.
0: Yeah, you just didn't know it, but I I don't think so. I don't think so. I think it's going to be so hard to shoehorn in mutants. I think I think other other than that what I would say is mutants are so far underground uh and Charles Xavier has been wiping the brain of shield for a very long time to keep the very few mutants on earth a secret. Hidden. Yeah. Hidden. And a secret, and they've been operating operating very, very clandestine, right? But maybe with this third snap, you, a wave. Do you want of
1: them immune- in the MCU, or do you want them separate?
0: Um, I'm. Well, I look. I the MCU gives us better movies, but I I also worry about the MCU getting super overcrowded. I mean, let's be honest. Would you want to live in the MCU right now? If you were an actual person living in that fucking world, (laughs) Uh, well, not
1: not after five years later. No, not after five years later. A fucking
0: nightmare. Yeah, Earth of the MCU. Must
1: we're told that Spider Man addresses a lot. Good, like it. it, Like I've read reviews. They say it addresses a lot of the questions that we've all been throwing around.
0: Right. Good. As it, it should be. Um, I don't know. I I think honestly, let's. If you do a sh- if you do a story where the X Men are clandestine, then they can be in the MCU without being in the MCU. If you know what I mean? Oh sure. If you do one
1: where like the Punisher Netflix show, it's like I yeah. didn't feel one drop of the other, but it's still it's in the MCU. Right.
0: It's... Absolutely. I I think honestly you could do this movie at least the first one where we bleed into that. And maybe they make references to the Avengers. Maybe they make references to what happened there and stuff like that in their dialogue. But you don't have to have a crossover yet. I think you need to get one movie under your belt before you bleed into anything else. Oh, agreed. Agreed. I... Right? And I think I think that's what you need to do. I think you need oh, to... I think, I think it needs to be something very underground. Like um, Sinister is doing some sort of... I think it'd be great if you said, yeah... There's this real, there's awakening of mutants all over the world, but you find out that Sinister has been through some sort of organization gathering up all these mutant children, right? To do experiments on or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so Charles Xavier, who has a group of teenagers or 20 somethings that he's been training to help out mutant kind and, and to put out flares that only they can put out. He realizes we've got, you know, we've been really super in the shadows, like fucking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles over here, and we we finally have to do something that might and
1: manipulating minds so that they yeah. don't even realize we exist. Yeah. Right.
0: But now I'm gonna have to do something big, and I think it would be a great way if you want to have the founding of the actual school happen at the end. Wouldn't it be great to have this thing where all these kids are developing mutant powers sinister is locking them up one by one. And then when Charles Xavier finds out he sends his team in and at the end they liberate all these mutant children and then he forms a school school to help them. That is, that's a great sort of quasi MCU origin story without having to worry about dealing with all of it. But I think, uh, give me Scott, give me storm, give me rogue. Um, give me, um, uh, Warpath, you know,
1: because stay I mean, away from Wolverine for at least one movie.
0: Stay away, well, because the the biggest thing is uh, you're never you gonna, f- you're
1: gonna f- Yeah, you gotta
0: <laughs> find a new Hugh Jackman, and that's not gonna it's, be easy.
1: Yeah, um, it's possible, but you give some people time to forget him.
0: Right. If you want to do fucking Colossus, you can do maybe Colossus, but that opens the door for Deadpool being
1: in the MCU. Right. You know, Um, that that might be the one saving grace about Deadpool being such a satirical that I think he could fit anywhere and make it work. Right. And I think that could be to his benefit where he's just like, I don't know what the hell's going on. But here I am with the mouse. No, I mean,
0: it would be, he would totally make some fucking jokes about the fact that, oh, we're in a new universe now or whatever. And that's, that's the thing about, that's the thing about Deadpool that everyone is like, this is, this is obviously me being anti-Deadpool, and I don't care. Send your hate mail uh, to, the web, uh, to the Facebook group. I don't care. Uh, everyone thinks that Deadpool is so funny, but it's actually super easy to write a comic book satire if your comic book character knows that they're in a comic book. It's super easy to write satire that way. It's harder to be in a world where a person doesn't know they're in a comic book and write satire through actual living things. But when he breaks oh, the four when he breaks the fourth wall and talks about being in a comic book, that is actually not as hard as making your points and making your jokes. Oh, I'm, inside not, I'm not
1: arguing that I think he's a difficult character. He
0: No, I'm just saying people he think this. he's absolutely brilliant and the whole oh, idea no, of Deadpool is genius. And what I'm saying is from a I think Striply's... it's idiot
1: savant is what I think it's dumb luck and the guy who created him was just ripping something off and some other writers came in and wrote him very funny and yeah
0: and it's the whole it's the whole comic awareness right it's the <laughs> fact that he knows he's in a comic which makes him funny half the time and that's just what I'm saying is that's
1: I understand. I know. I, I, know. I do. Understand.
0: I think when Spider-Man's funnier, it's funnier than when Deadpool's funny, because mm-hmm. with Spider-Man, it's it. I really He's honestly feel head. like Deadpool is like a fucking Big Bang Theory of comedy, and it's just not as hard as doing something that would be hard. So there you go.
1: Right. I agree and disagree with that because I feel that it just depends on who's writing him and what kind of the way he breaks the fourth wall. I. I think both Deadpool movies are brilliant in
0: no, the simple
1: way that they're dick and fart jokes, and I love it. And yeah. it's good action, and Ryan Reynolds is just charming no matter what. Ryan
0: Reynolds' charm is so incredibly high that it doesn't matter. I, I, look, I like watching the Deadpool movies. I'm not saying I don't like watching the Deadpool movies. Do I think that Deadpool is the greatest goddamn character of the twenty first century? No, I don't. And I'm I, I can't
1: read the books. I try. Yeah. I they don't do anything for me. Nothing and for me. I respect them at all, but I they don't do anything so for that's, me.
0: So that's 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 my first take. Uh Charles Scott Storm, uh, what did I say? Fuck Warpath maybe? Uh, Rogue. Uh, maybe another one. And
1: your, your villain you think is sinister. I don't oh, think oh, that's what true. I wanted to add to that. What's that? I want to lead to a path that eventually puts us on the Illuminati.
0: Oh. Yeah. I don't know why you have such a hard on for the Illuminati stories, but okay.
1: <laughs> I, there was something fun about them. They were, you know that led directly to civil war. It led directly to, uh,
0: yeah, I got it. I I I never was so encharmed by that.
1: I loved, I loved the Illuminati. I thought it was a really cool aspect of, well, these guys have been together through all these major things. Why wouldn't they be
0: trying to, I, I think the only good thing the Illuminati did was start the pathway to showing that Mr. Fantastic is a fascist. That is, yeah, one, of the that best, is there. It's one of the best ways to show that Mr. Fantastic is a fascist. That's the best thing that it did. I, I, right, I don't know. So, I'm not, I don't, I don't really like the Illuminati all that Well, hard, I don't but,
1: think we ever would have it, especially with no Tony Stark. Cause I think he's almost, he's a, he's such a focal point of the MCU. Yeah. Well, and you
0: you also would need a uh, Mr. Fantastic that could fucking get off the ground. I, I think we're going to see shit. Mr.
1: Fantastic before we see the the X-Men. I uh, just have a feeling that the God. Fantastic Four are coming sooner rather than later.
0: Well, you know, it's long documented that I find the Fantastic Four one of the most boring, overhyped things in the world. So uh, I know this sounds very cynical and I'm such an asshole in this one. But maybe that's just... No, no, no what does. I'm
1: trying to do is, like, I'm comparing, like, I feel the same way, but I'm also, like, I don't know how many times I was told that about Superman. So it's like, I get it. I, I will defend Superman to my dying breath, and I know people that will defend the Fantastic Four to their dying breath. Right, so right. I, I get the love of it. It's just, they are they are a group that have never really done much for me, but Hickman's run on Fantastic Four is something for the ages. And he's taking on the X Men next. Yeah, and I cannot wait to see what he's going to do with the X Men. I X-Men. saw the
0: I saw the hype video for Hickman's run on the X Men. Okay, what what's your what's your uh, what's your team?
1: My team. That's yeah. A good what, what's
0: your take? What's your team? Uh,
1: I I almost think you go more with you you do. I agree with that. You go like um, a smaller team. I have a hard time not wanting Scott in it. I think I just want Scott there because like Scott is to the X-Men, what Captain America is to the Avengers. Um, But I want that Scott. I want, you know, some,
0: you want pure Scott.
1: And I I also want him to be a little older. Mm -hmm. I want square jawed. You know, nobody questions him when he talks like, Oh yes. Yeah. We're, you know, super loyal. Um, I, I'm with storm. Uh, I say Kitty Pride.
0: Oh yeah, Kitty Pride's good.
1: Um,
0: and let's actually have her have her moments in the sun.
1: Yeah, I because I think Kitty Pride is such a strong character, and and she's many times used as like the everyman in the book, or not not the everyman, but you know your yeah. your folk Point of what you're seeing the story through her eyes, right? Um, but I'd still want the more experienced Kitty Pryde. Uh, who else would I want?
0: Ninja, Ninja, Kitty Pride.
1: Ninja, Kitty Pryde. Uh, I, I would want Gambit to eventually work his way in, but I don't think I'd want him in the core mm-hmm. in the core five. Well, Scott, Gambit,
0: Gambit certainly or... could be with Sinister. That could be their yes. their turn.
1: I would like that a lot. Um, so, Storm, Scott, Kitty. I'm gonna say Iceman, and I want another female. Uh, Rogue and Psylocke have had their time. I want who would be a newer? <clears> hmm. <throat>
0: Is this cynical for me to say that if you had Psylocke and you, that's a great, uh, that's another great minority casting choice. If you, uh, the Asian Psylocke.
1: I don't, know what I
0: mean, I, it's it's weird with Psylocke cause you have Caucasian Psylocke and then you have Asian Psylocke. Yeah. You know what uh, I mean? I, and, and guys, I know that sounds awful, but I wouldn't have diversity. So I think it's great it's, that you're choosing a woman. Not, it has, I would it just, just, a I'm woman of color
1: would be great. The, the, If I want my starting blocks for the five X-Men, yeah, you know what? I wouldn't have a problem with Psylocke because that could replace the Jean Grey with the mental power. Yeah, you know what? That works.
0: I don't want to push you into anything there, bro. No,
1: I didn't. I'm kind of flying by the seat of my pants to answer that question because I didn't think of who I'd want to be my first class. Yeah,
0: so mine was was Cyclops, Storm, Warpath, Rogue, Iceman which i like
1: well Ro- i like you picking warpath a lot that's i like that a lot yeah he's the
0: strong man of the i mean i think that fits very well um and you could
1: tell his story yeah you know and i think that would be a really good intro to the sacrifices they make and... yeah
0: exactly um cyclops kitty pride storm cyclo uh cycloc and gambit nice man is what you had right
1: but uh, but I would I would want Gambit to be on the not a good guy at the beginning and then and, and, then,
0: the, and switch sides and and that, for me Rogue yeah. could certainly be that I could see Rogue being cast as a non Caucasian too and and being okay yeah. with that I think Iceman Rogue
1: has to be Southern though yeah oh, absolutely she has to be Southern
0: absolutely but she doesn't necessarily have to be white um, I think uh, Iceman you uh, you make the updated. Um, queer Iceman, for lack of a better terminology i think that would be great um because you know the thing is with rogue too you could have you could sneak mystique back in with sinister uh to third
1: mystique at this point though that's true
0: well great news is mystique changes shape so what the fuck um no, yeah, I mean you're right. That is a third mystique.
1: And I would love to. I I want to say Nightcrawler, but I just like I don't know if I want a third Nightcrawler. Right? right.
0: Well, maybe you can get Alan Cumming to come back. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, well, there's there's obviously some choices there, and and I'm I'm. It's not cynical. It's my belief that if you're going to bring this team together, don't bring five white people in. If you That's can, uh, bring people of color. Be more inclusive. That's the way it, it should be, and and that's where I'm
1: trying to, like, or you, you diversify the original team, but well, that's might...
0: that's just the thing. If 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 you if you're bringing them into 2019 and not trying to pretend they're from the 60s or whatever, you yeah. absolutely can tweak some of this stuff, man. Rogue Rogue most certainly could be Hispanic and Southern, yeah, <clears throat> and and be fine. Uh, Iceman can be Hispanic. And I mean, any, you know, there's, there's a lot of things that we could do here, uh, when you're reinventing this stuff. Um, Kitty Pride has to be Jewish though.
1: Professor Xavier in this movie. because X-Men feels like you can't have the X-Men without Xavier, but he's also not been around in recent years in the comics because he's dead, but you know, you right. clip well, he dies picture. a lot.
0: Yeah. Um, no, I think you have to have Xavier, but it's very limited. Stop trying to make him a focal point. You know what I mean? I think yeah. it, I think I think Xavier literally needs to be the mentor at the beginning who sends them, mm-hmm. and then and, and then they're yeah, and then for. they're on their own. It needs to be that feeling like when the original team got uh, lost on the island and the the new team this,
1: had to come in. This was something like I I went into seeing Dark Phoenix going I want I wanted that movie to be so good. That I left going, MCU, you have to take him in and just say like, well, after the snap, reality changed. This I was wanting X Men, and but it's like after seeing, it's like I don't. That story's been told, and I don't want it to be a part of it. I I think she was an excellent Jean Grey, though. Um, I can't think of the actress's name, but
0: yeah,
1: no, she was a phenomenal Jean Grey. Yeah, I I just don't think, and that movie has the, (laughs) I. I made the joke and other people had made the joke too, that it's the exact same ending as dark Knight rises.
0: Oh, really? You Where know, they're at we're, a cafe.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> we were like, we were making the joke that you just wanted to turn and look over and see, uh, uh oh, God, Michael Kane there.
0: <laughs> uh, and it's Sophie Turner, by the way. So that's, the, yeah. that's it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I thought she, she was an excellent Jean Grey. She's intimidating. She's sympathetic.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I. She's queen of the North. Oh, that's right. Uh, Dazzler's in that movie, isn't she?
1: For for a a minor. They they nail her, but she's on screen for like two minutes. Dude, Dazzler
0: needs to be in the MCU. That's the one thing we need to bring in ASAP
1: Dazzler. Uh... Dazzler, Dazzler long shot I would love a Dazzler and long shot <laughs>
0: uh all right well um we're running kind of quickly out of time yes uh, so let's 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 decide should they be standalone or should you bring them into the MCU if the if if Marvel is in charge of the movie does it matter if they're in the same universe or do you need them to bump into Falcon at the end of it or do you need to just uh, know that Marvel's in
1: charge? I, for me, I want them in the MCU, but I would like that to be very similar to the way the Netflix shows have done and what, like, at the end of Ant Man 1, where they mentioned, like, in passing, oh, there's a guy named blah, 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 and he can cling to webs, and, you know, like, yeah. where they make this warp reference to Spider Man, but right. keep them away from each other. You have one or two movies, don't even bring them in. I don't, yeah. But I want them in the same universe. Okay, but I liked your idea of they're so underground, or somehow they've been hidden all this time.
0: Right. Yeah, and it's that's there's a precedent there in the comic books of of uh oh sure
1: they're hiding. I also, out
0: of- I also think use the precedent of uh, of the of the X Men and don't base them inside the United States.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Put them in the outback with Gateway there. Yeah. He's been in his his rope and making warp things. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I think, I think I kind of agree. There's, it's too confusing not to have them in the MCU. Go ahead and put them in the MCU, but give them a wide berth, Um make references, but not necessarily go plunge head on into having guest starring roles. And, and suddenly in, a, having... in
1: Avengers seven, you can finally bring them in as right. Exactly. Why, why the
0: hell not? Or, or have a team up with, Thor. Cause that seems to make everything work. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I'm in that with that. I think our team, I mean, our teams are pretty close, dude. We, we both have Cyclops. We both have storm. We both have Cyclops. Uh,
1: very important to yeah. me. I, mean,
0: I think those two are exactly, I think what I like the most about Cyclops and storm is you can have Scott play the re- emotionally reserved stoic guy and, And you get Storm to have the passion and you can have them as, you know, captain and lieutenant or whatever, have a little friction there, but Mm -hmm. not in the way that derails the plot. And it's not a we're going to break up. It's more like a, you know what I mean?
1: Uh, Or uh, throw a monkey wrench in and make uh, Storm the more experienced and Scott, the one learning. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'd be down with that too. Either way, I'm just saying those two have a sort of gravitas that you could e- see either one of them um, being the lead or the lead character, and then the other one being a good moral foil or whatever for the other one. Mm. Yeah, right. But yeah, we had three.
1: Maybe um, even a competition between the two.
0: Yeah. To, Maybe to it's who, not who should lead. And mm. then at the yeah, and then having whatever, say you know whatever. Although, dude, the one thing I... Do, now that you say Storm's in charge, I like that a little bit better because she's um, not a white male. She
1: has been leader many oh, times Oh, she's anyway. been
0: leader many times. I just think you, when you were like, oh, have that be a competition, I was like, oh, yeah, and then at the end, Storm could defer to the white male. I don't like it.
1: Nope, um, nope, yeah. <laughs> she has to win then, I agree. Right,
0: Good. yeah. I, and again, if you are so fragile in your masculinity or your... uh. I don't even want you listening to this podcast if you're upset at the idea that I don't want a white male in charge of everything. Um, all right, and then yeah, I think I think Kitty Pride is really good. I would say Kitty Pride over. I would lose Rogue for Kitty Pride. I think you're right. I think Kitty Pride has a lot more depth than you know what I mean. Rogue is honestly just flies around and punches things.
1: She's well, Rogue's got, got her own too, but it's like you know, with Rogue and, and Gambit, that's kind yeah. of the thing. I, I get, what story you want to tell is really what what it boils down to,
0: right? I don't know. I like for my idea of the the surgical strike team. Kitty Pride makes so much more sense,
1: of course. Yeah, when you
0: think of that, yeah, I, um, yeah. But you, I like, go,
1: you dive to the Ms. Marvel storyline and throw in Rogue, and then just make it super convoluted, right? And then you bring in Alpha Flight, and then yeah. you.
0: Well, I mean, if you have actually, if you have Rogue before Rogue was Rogue. Like you know, before she stole Miss Marvel's powers, yeah. I mean, that's a little more interesting, especially if you're if you're going into a fight with a bunch of other mutants. That adds a lot of flavor. A battle mm-hmm. where she keeps on touching other people and stealing their powers.
1: There's so, where I... you get their... That's where you get the reason to put them in an uh, an Avengers movie down the road or something. Right. Yeah. It's, you introduce Rogue. You introduce that she touches people, and then at the end of the movie, she touches Captain Marvel right or or something
0: yeah yeah it's good and you know we have a group of five it could certainly be six if we can't i mean i i could certainly i could certainly fit uh Cyclock in in into maybe maybe the whole thing is Cyclock is trained in martial arts and one of the things of the movie is she's uh using her powers to imprint on to kitty pride the ability to do martial arts giving you ninja pride at the end ninja cat or whatever shadow cat Shadowcat. Shadowcat. I think, you know, maybe that's a way of going around it. I don't know. Again, though, maybe I'm making that just more. Well, um, you know, I'm, I'm a big proponent of not only serving fanboys who want to see all these references all the time. So what I'm doing right now is honestly doing what I hate, which is trying to satisfy a bunch of fanboy.
1: Well, Marvel is, for the first time in a year, going to be at San Diego Comic-Con, and they have a bunch of things to announce. Yeah. So. And that's, I think it's the main reason they're going is they got a buttload of things they want to announce and yeah. it's gonna be a special year, I think. What if
0: what if instead of putting the X Men in the MCU, they put it in the Star Wars universe? What if they just move the X Men?
1: <laughs> well you hear you hear that uh, Keanu Reeves is being talked to for a role and there's I there's like five rumored roles, and one of the roles is Reed Richards.
0: That would be crazy. I love how everyone has just dumped Jason Momoa. They've dumped all of their. Th- now everything is Keanu Reeves. I love how I, I, the internet's I've always liked love. him,
1: but yeah, all of a sudden now he is the he is the sweetest man in Hollywood. He yeah. is, the, you know. Yeah.
0: it's so funny. I I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie to you. I really like I like some of the parts of John Wick, but like I got halfway through the second movie and was just like. I feel, and maybe it's because I watched one and two back to back, but I was like, okay, now I'm kind of done with this. I'm kind of done with the gung fu for a few minutes. Yeah,
1: I I, and the dog. I know what you're saying. I love. I, I can't wait for Bill and Ted (laughs) Three. I am so freaking hyped for because Bill and Ted Two is one of my all time favorite movies, despite all the f bombs it drops that at the time were probably a way of life, but are super inappropriate to watch now. But you know what I'm
0: talking about? Oh, not that f bomb. The other f bomb. Yeah, the, the three-letter the word. Other, yes. Other yeah. yeah. I,
1: yes, the three-letter f bomb. They right. say that a lot, and that's.
0: Yeah, that's. And I think rough. they have
1: come out and apologized multiple times for their. You know what? Uh, here,
0: this is the thing, and I, I'm always a I'm always about this. It's a very very slippery slope to always look at the past and apply. T- Days wokeness to it. It's hard to do that because you don't under. I mean, you know, like in those in in the eighties and nineties, we were alive, we were kids. I guarantee I said exactly. that word. I know. I know we've both I said know. that word. I know we used. I know we used being gay as an insult when we were kids. Culturally speaking, what what it is is you you look and you say when you're if you want to really bag on somebody, bag on the person who grew up in that culture and still acts like it's normal. That's a person you bag on. You don't bag on a person who has realized, oh, that's awful. And I, we, we, I genuinely feel bad about it. Um, in, in so many levels, I feel bad about it, but I can't travel back in time and try to make my younger self more woke. And I can't, you can't hold the idea that I just should have been because that's not how that works. And that's the thing that I always say is, yes, that movie had – it's terrible for that. But it didn't – it's not a – it's well, not uh, a, the me- bad it's bad not a the only, thing.
1: The bad guys are the only ones saying it. Right. So there's that. But True. But it still doesn't make it right. I right.
0: Mean- so it doesn't make it right. But it also, honestly, you, you can't just expect a standard – I mean that's that's progress, man. That's how we measure progress for
1: God's sakes. Well, they came out and apologized and yeah. said that you know that's not the way they feel and
0: Right. All right. Okay, uh so this wasn't one where we win or lose. Although no. clearly my idea of Sinister I... was so good that you didn't even offer up a villain. Uh so I'll take that. I did.
1: Remember you laughed at it. What was I your... said Namor?
0: Namor, that's right. Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous.
1: I'm dead. Se- I'm serious. I think they needs Dude, to I'm, tr- I'm
0: trying to. I'm trying to clean up complicated things, and you're bringing in. Oh yeah, there's Atlantis, and this guy's the first mutant because he's a how mutant.
1: Far th- how far do you think we will go until you see a Namor? I. We are going to see a Namor.
0: Never, never. If you wanted to bring Namor out, bring him out as the fucking invaders in World War II and First Avenger. That was when you could have brought him out. I'll, Nothing. I'll be-
1: I bet we see him soon.
0: I just Here's the thing. Here's why you're not gonna see a Neymar. Because, because Aquaman a, I, exists.
1: No, and I think that's why you will. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't me.
0: think so. I don't think I don't think that's that is not how Marvel works anymore. They're not gonna say, oh, they've got this uh, halfway successful Aquaman thing. Let's show them Neymar. They're gonna be like, if we roll out Neymar right now, people are gonna go, Who the fuck's this two bit Aquaman that Marvel's ripping off? They're not gonna do that anymore, man. They're they're just that just doesn't fly. It just isn't gonna happen. You're never going to see Neymar because the first one to get a movie was Aquaman.
1: There you go. Done.
0: Truth. Truth.
1: We'll see. See, I think we'll see him and they'll do it different.
0: Oh, my God. Well, good luck on that because it's just – he's also wears a Speedo but has tiny little wings on his feet. It's fucking ridiculous. Hey, uh, why you uh, why you wearing Captain America's uh, hat on your feet? What's up with that? <laughs> his
1: hat on your feet.
0: <laughs> that? seems weird. Why do you got little wings on your feet, and how do they make you fly? That doesn't even make any sense. Those wings, those are like chicken wings. They don't make any sense.
1: <laughs> and why is this why is this Bronx guy talking to me out of nowhere?
0: I could I could do this all day. Um, all right well uh rob thanks uh so much uh we will, for...
1: we, will we will do a, a head-to-head battle next time we need it we, yes, need we
0: absolutely will do. coming up. we will do a head-to-head battle well we did a head-to-head battle before the sabbatical bro we're good you know, we're good all you know, right but... uh rob it's time for uh, <laughs> the ending of the like it. show it's time for our catchphrase our world famous so <laughs> historical catchphrase here it goes everybody
1: uh, have you ever noticed that the song, the song Piano Man starts with a harmonica? Wow. I like it.